It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Bowl and G, as you guys see this up close, it's minimal movement. But I just it's watched definitely it. movement. Yeah, it's I mean, I still couldn't it's, even really notice. It was, it's, I, I'm, it's I'm, maybe it's my eyes. I don't know. It's but inches. And I'll, show you, I'll show you 10, game, 10 plays a I game mean, that just, happens. where that happens. Silly. The fact that, that the league is trying to make an example out of them, that, that if they put out a league wide memo last week, that that's proof of it. The league selectively enforces its laws. Did, did the its uh, did the Rams jump on that play? I didn't. I don't remember they did. I go back and like to me, that's on. a call I would only make if the other team jumped. Oh, there, I see. The, yeah, there, I see was, there was you no way. I mean? there, there's no way you could call that. Like that no. that happens. That's that's crazy. What was the down and distance in that situation? From one. Yes, yeah, fourth it and was one. and one. What's yeah, funny and, is over the last few years, we now have this thing where the guard turns around and taps the center. Yeah. It, it, it's become a big thing. And like, yeah. And, and or then, like the Chiefs and other teams do it where they put one arm out. That's true. So, they so I saw it. something, and I don't know if this is true, but I was doing a little research on that play. And part of the reason why there's the issue if it does get slid forward a little bit yeah. is that a defensive tackle could be considered offsides past the line of scrimmage because they're resetting where exactly the line of scrimmage is. And once they're set, now you move it up, then Again, a coach looking down the line. So it's, it's convoluted. It's, there, it's confusing. That's the best explanation, Mike, is that maybe you could then put someone in the neutral zone. Right. But there is absolutely no advantage as to picking it so up. Then don't exactly. Because the quarterback is standing in the same spot. It, it, exactly. If 100%. everybody hunched up six inches, okay. That's now why that's I would a, say only call it if the defense then commits a penalty right. because of it. So I'm, I'm agreeing. Put, for the record, I'm totally agreeing with you guys. Yeah. I'm just giving information. And, and you're right. If it puts someone in the neutral zone, right. then there's no neutral zone infraction. Right, yeah. It's a hunching it, call. Yeah. It's BS because they could eliminate all of this. There's technology available. Put GPS, a laser oh my God. Yeah. in the football. I, oh, for these end zone pile-ups, yep. it's ridiculous it, it, that it, we don't have that. It does not. It, it's ridiculous that yeah. they want to keep that's what makes people have. That's why I don't like certain things. There's certain bodies that 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 do things that make people come up with conspiracy theories. Right. Like they could debunk a lot of it and just not even get into it about every game is rigged yeah. by just putting the doggone technology. They do yeah. it in tennis all the time, bro. Like I just stop doing. Like I, I will say, in fairness to the refs in general, you know we always criticize the refs when they screw up. 
the action. You, so we get fast. to see it on high depth, yeah, slow motion replay, they have a close tough ups. Job. That's a tough job. Yeah. Doing now, that. in some cases, like the pass interference call in the Chiefs game yesterday, a seventh grade first year official is yeah. going to throw a flag on and, that. And it's some, just it's obvious pass interference. And sometimes they call things that they think happen instead of actually seeing it, which drives me crazy. Yeah. We see that in the NBA all the time. They anticipate a foul, so they call it. You're right. That I hate. But by and large, they do a pretty good job considering the circumstances they're under. All right. Mike's got a Stefanski question for us. Fire so away. I mentioned this to G on our post chat after the post game show, which you missed. Go back and check it out. But we were talking about Kevin Stefanski and how this was the Baker Brissett playbook he dusted off. It looked quite different than the Deshaun Watson offense. Uh, and there's good reason, obviously, Deshaun and Joe Flacco, very different skill sets. But it seems like Stefanski's creativity and all the wrinkles he has in his offense come out of this bootleg play-action playbook. And then when they have to go into the more shotgun-predicated offense for Deshaun Watson, it seems a little more stale and basic. And I compared it to my high school coach who literally bought a flex playbook off a coaching one-on-one website and handed it to me my junior year and said, this is what we're running this Wait, year. Wait, Mike. Yes. I don't understand. Haven't we complained that they run too many <laughs> trick plays? With- no, 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 no. Not, not say trick plays, but just, just little wrinkles and counters to what the defense right. is doing such as the first touchdown to Jerome Ford yesterday where they brought something back out they hadn't used in a while. I'm not even saying it's a knock on how they run the shotgun offense. I'm just saying it seems like the wrinkles in creativity, like yesterday having the running back chip Aaron Donald in the middle, come more out of that type of playbook than when we see Deshaun Watson or DTR or whoever in the more shotgun-predicated offense. G, you seem to agree last night. Bull, do you not kind of see that the same way? Am I, am I way off in, in what I'm looking at? I don't know. I mean, that, that, how, how do you define that? How do you define that? I mean, the, the offense looked good in the Tennessee game, right? The offense no, no, no. I'm, good not, I'm not saying it didn't look good. Like, this is not a good or bad. It just seems there's different levels and more uh, – what's what I'm looking for? More creativity? Not even creativity, but piece together plays to no, run – you run two or three plays to set up an extra play. He well, has, and it seems he like has, it's more continuous. But maybe it just looks that way doing. because – Flacco played better and smoother than the other quarterbacks. But I think I know what you're driving at, Mike, and let me see if this answers it. This is just my this is my perception. Could be wrong. When you play fake, you freeze a layer of the defense. So it opens more things up. When you don't have play fake in your offense, there's a higher likelihood the defense is able to call out what you're going to run than than if you're going to play fake. Because yes. let's face it, the play fake is designed to look like a run, but end up as a pass. If the defense comes up to the line and see that you look like you're going to run, they're going to switch their call, if it wasn't already run heavy, to be run heavy. That's why it opens up the pass. That's the whole idea of the play fake. And it seems just to me from a, an outside observer who's never spoken to Kevin Stavansky in my life, he seems more comfortable calling plays and putting play progressions together when his quarterback has that capability I agree with that. than when he's in shotgun 70, 75% no, of the time. I agree with that, and, and, and that's, there's a reason the play fake has been in the NFL lex- in, in, in their vocabulary for 50 years. It works. It's a proven style of playing offense. I think that when you're gun-heavy and – you know, five wides or, you know, splits to both sides. Just hold a sign up that says we're passing. Yeah. Again, I know it makes it sound very simplistic. And I'm not a chess player, but I know people that are. And they tell me, 
more important than the move you're about to make is the move your opponent will make once you make your move. I don't think that way. I, I, my brain just can't go five steps ahead like that. But here's what I will say. You're playing chess as an offensive coordinator when you're keeping your opponent on his heels. What move is he going to make? And when you're in gun and you've got four and you're empty, the, the mystery's gone. You're going to throw the ball. There's a lot of quarterbacks that have a lot of success playing out of that, though. So, well, you, you got to be very, you have to be very, you good. better be elite and you better be, have elite receivers because that means they know you got to be able to get a press coverage. You got to be able to put the ball into a place where they can't get it and you can move the ball you sit systematically down the field. And you, you got to be able to do that consistently. Be two-dimensional. Yeah, yeah. Be able lot. to run it. And when, you're, and when you're not having success early with the run, when you abandon it, your opponent says, thank you. Thank you. What, I, we I got you now. I would love to know the amount of empty, snap, empty backfield snaps per game that they've done with Watson versus or watch say Watson DTR. Would you be able to find that Mike? I bet you'd have to I'd, do it. On I'd have to do count. some real research. Versus but, Brissette and then Flacco yeah, over the last I, you're two right. years. That would, I'm I'd curious. like to see that number two. I, you probably I, can't do it during the show. I, I, I just think that me, when you go gun empty, you're, you're just, you're showing your hand. I don't know why in today's but NFL I think you Watson show has your had, hand. had success doing that overall. Not here I mean, really. we, not here, right? No. Yeah, okay, but, overall. I don't. Yeah. You know what? I can't say. I didn't study their offense in Houston like I have with them here. I just Watson know, like, even em- watching Watson Kansas likes City. empty, by the way. He what? was the most effective quarterback I, in empty sets I, in I know Houston 2019-2020. And in week, before he got hurt, I know it was one of my stats. I forget what week it was. But they had the most empty shotgun snaps. Because he likes it. And yeah. the lowest EPA, or the second lowest EPA in the league in those Empty sets. Yeah, so. I just, I just think you got to keep them guessing. I, I, I watched Kansas City last night. It's, I've been fascinated by how Andy Reid has evolved their offense as their, as they, as critical pieces have fallen off. And one thing I watched last night, I thought they were going to win that game last night. I thought they played well enough to win last night. And the reason I thought that was because Pacheco was an absolute machine. Yeah, he was incredible. At one point, he was hit at the eleven. They didn't bring him down until the one, and it was an entire group. And then they threw the ball three times and, and didn't score a touchdown. I, I just, I was just like, you know, it's so obvious that Andy Reid is evolving into is is zigging as the NFL is zagging. So we've talked about how we think defenses are doing a much better job. Points are down. Uh, offensive efficiency is down. It's become a more defensive game. I think as that skill set gets bigger, we can all agree on that. Kansas City is an interesting case study because they were the ones that really said, oh, they're going to score 50 points a game if we don't do something to change it. Now, Andy Reid is doing a lot of play fakes, and they're doing a lot of handoffs with Pacheco, who's perfect for that offense. I still, I still think you're going to need the quarterback to win the Super Bowl. You will. That's, yeah. you, better, you better believe you will. Yeah. But I, don't think, I think the days are gone when you can throw Tom Brady and this, you know, the running gun – 75% pass offense out there I, I don't know and if it, win. I don't know if it's done. I, I mean, you know, there's, I, 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 there's still teams putting up a lot of points, uh, but points are down. I think we got to see it longer. We got to see it in the playoffs before we say it's done. I have, I've, I've, I did some, a lot of figuring on, on this this morning, and I just thought I, want, I would throw it out there. Percentage of pass versus percentage of run. And the reason I did this is because when I was watching San Francisco, I'm like, that, that, that's it. 
That is it. Now, obviously, how are you going to get all those chess pieces? They've got five kings on their offense. So mm-hmm. that's why they make it look so good. But the way they call their plays, their 50-50 run pass. What I did was I wanted to look at the pass percentage, run percentage differential, and the distribution in the NFL. The five teams that pass the ball the most, Washington, Cincinnati, the Jets, Minnesota, Carolina. Their combined record is 20 and 40. Now, obviously, they're passing a lot because they suck and they're losing in a lot of those games. But I went and looked at their scores. Most of these teams, 40 losses, were one-score losses. The ones that weren't were one-score losses in the fourth quarter. There were a few that were blowouts, in fairness. But what I'm saying is the, the teams that pass it more than anybody are 20 and 40. Here are the teams I that, think it's a, uh, the Bengals don't belong in that conversation because they lead, they're number one. In the, I know the they don't have a running game. And, I love Joe Mixon. Uh, he's, he's, I don't think Mixon's his done. His metrics are going down the I, down I the like what, When I watch Joe Mixon, I, don't, I haven't looked at his I, metrics, so you, yeah. you know more about him than I do. He's not. But when I watch Joe Mixon, I'm like, wow, this was a guy they were going to he cut. He was. He's, he's a serviceable guy. Not, he's going down the tubes. Okay. But, but you know him better than I do. They, I'm not their argue quarterback, that. obviously, they've had an injured quarterback, and now he's out for the season. And, and so is Minnesota, The rest of too. those teams are always are bad. Are bad teams. I know, but I thought yeah. they were going to be like, oh, my God, all these teams are getting blown out in all their games. That's yeah. not the case. They're 20 and 40, and they were in the vast majority of those 40. It's not like they had to throw it around the field but, all game long because they were down 25. Here's the five teams that run it the most. This is when it really solidified to me, you got to run the football. Baltimore, San Francisco, Atlanta, Philadelphia. All four of those teams are in first place. Then Chicago. Well, Chicago's bad. Chicago's the outlier. Atlanta's not very good. But they're 6-6. Six and six. Yeah. Eh, but they are in first place. Yeah. But those teams that run the ball more than they pass at the highest rate in the league, 38 wins, 22 losses. So the, the pass-heavy teams are 20 games under five hundred. The run-heavy teams are 16 games over 500. They're not really run-heavy. They're more balanced. Like Baltimore. Listen, nobody's run-heavy. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Nobody is run heavy. Yeah. These are the teams that are most the bounce, most yeah. run heavy. But just, just to give everyone context, Washington throws the ball 65% of the time. So does Cincinnati. Which leads Cincinnati 65-2. Baltimore is number one in rush percentage at 51.2%. And so that, it's and, 50-50 versus 60 And, and so, yeah. yeah, now listen, I am not advocating, right. nor will uh, I ever advocate, yeah. that you run it 60% of the time. That's going to get you beat a lot. What I'm advocating for is a 50-50 mix, a San Francisco offense, a Baltimore offense, a Philadelphia offense. Although Baltimore, and then, Baltimore is, I bet that 51% is 
is the lowest they've had in, with Lamar Jackson, and it's the best their offense has looked. I don't know if it is the lowest. That's got to be, been. I would think. Now, last year was lower. Oh, was? Yeah. I would, I would well, Lamar missed a lot of the season, though. So, here's the other thing that I think kind of ties into that stat. I yeah. went back and looked at all 12 of the Browns games this year to see what their distribution pass to run was. In the Cincinnati 24-3 win, they were 40 runs, 29 throws. So the, yeah, the, but Jay, you're going to give us stats that are well, misleading here. I'm going to give that stat context. Because, okay. I'm going to give that stat yeah. context. That was so out. That was so one-sided. It was, the, by the way, their most one-sided of the year. Because it was a runaway win. They were up 21 points. What do you do when you're up? You bad, run the clock. Too. You milk the clock. That's what you do. Tennessee, 27-3 win. Same situation. It was, again, it was never in jeopardy. Never in question. 33 pass. 31 run. I love that look, by the way. I love it. I want to be two or three off either way. San Francisco, a win. 34 pass, 34 run. Right down the middle, 50-50. Indianapolis, one point win. 37 pass, 33 run. Very close to 50-50. Arizona, now this was a blowout win. You'd expect there'd be a lot more runs than passes because it was a blowout. It was. 40 run. 30 pass. Still a little high in a game you won by 27, but I'm not going to complain. Baltimore, 33-31 win. 35 pass, 36 run. Right about mid, right down the middle. For their seven wins combined, this is stunning. They've thrown 241 passes, 243 runs. It's not stunning because when you're up, you're going to run no. more at the end of the well, game. Well, a lot of those games yeah. were one-score games. I, one, two, what, three. But one score doesn't mean you're not up. When no. you're up late, you're going to run. What this if it's a close me, game late, you're going you're gonna to run. Of course, and I, yeah. and I even said that. Yeah. What I'm, what I'm demonstrating for you is, and, and here's why it's important. Even if the run isn't working, and there were games in there where it wasn't working great, but they stayed with it, and the defense wasn't sure. They didn't know if they were going to pass or run because they didn't abandon the run. Here's their five losses. 26-22 to Pittsburgh. Close game. Obviously, they should have won that game. 40 pass, 35 run. Baltimore, loss. 36 pass, 25 run. Seattle, this was the one that just drives me nuts. They ran it eight times more than they threw it. But I felt they threw it. At, and, and a lot of this, to me, is situational. There are situations where I think you should be running and they're passing. So these stats are not backing up your argument. To no, well, point. they will. In the, in the macro, they are. They absolutely do. No, and I'll tell you why. Now, hold on. So far, the first three games have not. The first no, three losses. The first three, they, Pittsburgh, they had five more passes than So one. what? Some of those wins, they had more passes. N- never more than four. Oh, four and five makes a difference? Stand by. Come on. Stand by. The Baltimore game, they got blown out. They had to throw. Denver, one score game with eight minutes to go. Yeah. 42 pass, 24 run. That's huge. Averaging four and a half yards per carry, and Ford was averaging nine yards a carry. Last week, or yesterday, 44 pass, 23 run. Are you, you're really complaining about that? From yesterday, I you think they lost because they didn't run more. I will one thousand. Joe Flacco was playing really well. He was, but the the pivotal play of the game should have been a run, and I'm I'm never going to back off on I that. Mean, so so again, 
4.1 yards per carry yeah. yesterday. That's not very good. It's times three is 12 yards. Okay, well, how many yards per a pass attempt? Certainly didn't, higher than four. Didn't figure that out, but when you pass, 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 and they know you're going to pass, 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 we did that on the last series. Yeah. We went backwards, backwards, safety. Well, so you can't do old, that. By that point, you had to throw. Yes, exactly, and they knew yeah. it. So, yeah. again, mystery. The game was over there. Keep them guessing. So, yeah. in the seven wins, 241 pass, 243 run, just about a 50-50, 49.8. In the five losses, 194 pass, 147 run, 57% pass heavy. And the two that are really skewed were one-score games with eight minutes to go and six minutes to go. I think the only legit complaint you have is the Denver game. That's it to me. Last yesterday, yesterday the, was the Raven game was the only other one that yesterday's game. Flacco was playing well. The Ravens games are relevant. They got blown out. Of course, they had to throw the ball a lot. They were getting crushed in that game. And I said that right. So and the, the loss to the Steelers, it was balanced. And the so, loss to the Seahawks, they ran more. With so all and of this- yesterday's game, Flacco was playing well. Jay, like you're pr- you're saying this as if as if there's. Uh, a cause and effect that when you run, you win more. No, you, you when you're winning, you're going to run the ball more at the end. Oh, you're not winning because you're running it more. You're running no. because you're winning. It's not a chicken or the egg bowl. You had to get the lead before you started running. You had to get the lead. Before, no, you didn't have. What do you mean you had to get the lead before you started running? These teams, if by yeah. your by your explanation, they're running because they're winning. You're That's saying there's no of the causation overall... to this. I'm saying the causation is simple. They're winning because it's not a chicken or the egg. We know which one came first. They were winning, and they were winning because but when you they're run, running. But when you're winning in the fourth quarter, the numbers are going to get skewed in the fourth quarter where you're winning. But Bull, I give you're you... giving the final numbers. What are the numbers after the – what are the numbers I... after, you know, Bull, when the game's close? I went and looked. Yes. I, oh, no, I didn't do that. I did not do that. Or, that would take or, That would take a month. If you're winning in the fourth quarter, right. you're going to run the ball more Should. at that point, right? Yeah. What if you're down one score in the fourth quarter? What, what should you're you do? You're more likely to throw or at least have why? more of a mix. But why? There, there you go. Okay. Yep, so. More likely to have a mix. Those 20 to 40 – remember I told you yeah. – the, run, the, the pass-heavy teams that are 20 and 40, yeah. most of those 40 were one-score games at the end or in the fourth yeah, quarter. The, the, the and te- the Browns, too. And by the way, the teams you gave with the running, they all, I think all of them, except for maybe the Niners, have running quarterbacks. That's going to skew the numbers. The Niners have a running quarterback, too. Well, he doesn't run like those other guys. He can run. No, no, but he doesn't run like the other guys. No, but it's not a part of their run. offense. And by the way, the other- that's... All part of this. I understand that, but you're you're blanketly saying you're, you're, the four teams at top have running quarterbacks and the best running back in football, Christian McCaffrey. The Browns don't have a running quarterback or a great running back, so that's a big difference. They had a running quarterback until yesterday. What are you talking about? The Browns had running quarterbacks until yesterday. Not at that level. Lamar Jackson, and they have a, a Lamar Jackson. I mean, Deshaun Watson. Level. I was told Deshaun Watson, but part of the reason we got him was because he was well. Lamar Jackson. I mean, Deshaun Watson got hurt in the third game and has been dealing with an injury after that. They weren't going to run him when he ran. He looked pretty good to me. I hear you, but they don't have the, the, what the Eagles and and Bears and well, Ravens all have in common is they their quarterback running game is a huge part of what they do. That's going to skew your numbers. They, if you look at running back. If you look at running back carries... I gave you a bunch of numbers, Bull. You yeah. can do with them whatever you want. Uh, so I'm am not I not argue. entitled to give some numbers? You, am you, I right? Give that, me numbers, but... Am, am I right that those three teams are have 
part of the reason their run percentage is so high is because of their quarterback. Bull, what percentage of their run game is from their quarterback? Let's I don't know what the out. percentage is. Well, let's let's, but let's just is it is it fair to say that those numbers are higher because their quarterbacks run? Well, of course it is. They've okay, that's the point. But they're running their numbers running the ball aren't high because of that. Oh, oh yes, it is. Oh, I see. So be just so in other words, then the quarterbacks would be each of these teams' leading rushers. No, but it's okay. a factor in why it's so high. Of course it is. Well. You, look, uh, do, 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 you'll, you'll never, and when I when I was putting yeah. these numbers together, I was laughing as I was yeah. going through them because I'm like, Bull's going to try to piss on all of these. I'm but not all of these on, no, they're point interesting to one stats. conclusion. But, the conclusion is this. Yeah. When you mix the run and the pass equally, your chances of winning go through the roof. My point is. When you are heavy pass, point is, your chances of losing go down. That's not, okay, that's. When you look at the Browns, what they have in their running game, okay? Yep. The, the Ravens have Lamar Jackson, who's a special runner. Yep. The Bears have Justin Fields, who's a special runner. Not a great quarterback, but a special runner. I'm not runner. even going to say he's a special runner. He ran for 1,000 yards last year, Jay. Last year, what the Bears do to him this year, they've handcuffed him. They don't How want him running. How many yards does Justin Fields have per game, Mike? He hasn't Justin played Fields much. has 70 carries this season for 400 yards. He's averaging 50 yards per game. Okay. That's that's pretty well, – uh, that's that's going to be – 50 yards a game? Is that the biggest percentage of one team's run game or not? What do you mean? Like, so, Justin Fields, what he's giving the Bears running game, is that the biggest percentage of, from, from of a, a team's run game from a quarterback? I mean, he's he leads the team in rushing. He has 400 yards. Their next leading rusher is 381. I'm guessing Lamar. Lamar, Lamar does has, not lead the Ravens in rushing. No, but he is 500. I just saw it say he has 500 rushing yards right, this year. Right. And how uh, many does Brock Purdy have? Brock Purdy and also Bull put the stat in the group chat yesterday that the Browns run the ball more than any team. More than since any the team. Ravens. The run, they're running backs. They have more running back carries than any team in the. So NFL. they should be number one in run pass differential because I'm going to no. shoot that stat down right now. No. The reason they run more than any other team. Who leads the league in seven and out or three and outs? The Browns do. Thank you. More opportunities. That's why they have more runs. So your argument would hold water if yeah. the Browns' percentage of running plays is the highest in the NFL. Well, the Browns don't. You see, the Browns are missing what those teams have. They don't have a special running quarterback, and they don't have a special running I, back. I'm just saying. I thought they did have a running quarterback until Joe Flacco. I, Brock Purdy has 121 rushing yards, by the way, one or, and one, they're the best in terms of. The but they 50, have Christian McCaffrey, play. the best back in the league. One or, one the Browns the don't have that. We they did. We're, we're missing one thing, they did. and we 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 spoke about it yeah. earlier. Is if you got receivers who aren't good, and I and you break it down by playmakers. I watch these other teams. There's deep threats. There's playmakers. If you are going to be throwing the ball, you got to have some of those guys. So, it, but, but that, that, see, I, you're right. But if you lead the league in drops, that, that wouldn't mean, that wouldn't that tell somebody maybe you, we're, maybe where, we're throwing too much. Where are the Browns percentage or, or, wise of or, running or, plays? Where are they? I ranked? think they're mid. The Browns, in terms of percentage plays. According to NFLteamRanks.com, it's the same. It's the same page that had the you know the yep. Bengals are at sixty five. I got. I got. I got pulled the right tab. Rushing offense, rush play percentage. The Browns rank sixth at forty five point four percent. Oh my God! Yeah, sixth. Now I'm gonna. Here's here's why I'm glad we looked that up. Yeah. If this team ran the ball more, 
Not, and I'm not even saying substantially more. I think when I was doing my, my research, I said, give me five carries more per game. Five to six. Yeah. So it came up to about 5.5 because they're in such a hole on the, on the games when they overly pass, particularly the last two. You said that you'd give them Baltimore or you'd give them the Denver uh, Denver's game. Denver's the only game where there's a legit complaint. They were bo- in, in the two games, they were almost exactly the same numbers. 42 pass, 24 run. 44 pass, 23 run. To me, Joe and Flacco I, I, I was wish playing I could well. say what I want to say, but I can't. Joe Flacco was playing well, Jay. To bring up the run pass the yesterday is pointless. Bull. The fact that there's six. What's the one play that cost us the game? A pass. So that and and, and would they have Mikey, been in that right. game? You're would right. they have we been have in, to move on? Would they have been in that game without the pass? No, no. They were twenty. It was twenty to nineteen. They would not have been in that game without the effective passing game from Joe Flacco. Their offense. So was, he threw one pick. So now you can point up the stats. It's the old. But the Hayes bottom thing. line is, it's you gave a top five. When you, you left pass, out, two things, three things can happen, and two of them are bad. All right. I mean, no, it's the it's bottom a line is te- every team in football averages more yards per pass than they do average per run. Bull, I'll never argue against that. Yeah. And I even said, I, yeah. you can't but win the ball running here, it at here's a the 60% thing. They're clip. still sixth in, in running percentage. And what's their record? Okay. <laughs> they're a good and, team. And they're the only, they're ba- What I'm saying is, Bull, instead of seven and five, yeah. when the mix was really, really good. They're now, or uh, I'm sorry, they could be eight and three, eight, nine yeah. and three. The last thing I'll but, say, the last but, thing I'll say is the only game you could argue that it cost them throwing the ball too much is Denver. That's it. So bottom line. So Bull at, yeah. at seven and three. Yeah. Seven and four is where they were. Seven and four. Yeah. You then went the worst pass ratio that you've had all year, L. Then you went. The worst pass ratio of the year. So you think they L. lost yesterday's so, game because yes. they, they threw too much? I think they threw, again, I said this, situationally. What did the situation yesterday in that spot call for? Bull, I'll argue till I'm dead that, that it right. calls for runs. It's all right. Run the ball down the field, take six minutes off the Why clock, would you, yeah. kick a field goal, you come home with a win. And you're eight and four. You say that as if it's a short thing that that was going to happen. I'm not. I'm not. Yes, but I know you what, are. I know what they did, and the I know bottom how line, it ended. You made this. You gave this whole presentation to make it seem like the Browns don't run enough when they do. Bull, no. Because all the teams ahead of them, except for the Niners, have a quarterback who runs. And, Bull, and the Niners have the best running back in football. And to that point, the Browns had quarterbacks that could run. Not and like Lamar that, and, 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 and Justin the, Fields and Jalen Hurts. Before the two most egregious out-of-balance games, this team was seven and four. That's right there with San Francisco. It's right there with the top teams. The last two weeks when they went way run heavy, their most run heavy packages of the year, they've lost 29 to 12 and 36 to 19. Yeah, and because both their of those defense hasn't played well enough. With six and eight minutes because to go. Because the defense hasn't played oh, well enough. So it's the they didn't lose because of the running game. That's just no, silly. Of course In this last not. game, that's silly. Of course it's silly. It's, it, it is silly. Okay. It is silly. Joe like Flacco said, played great. When I was putting those numbers together, I knew what you would say. I, all I can do is give you the numbers and tell you what's and happened so far. And there's some validity there, sure. But okay. you can't. You. The Browns didn't lose yesterday because they, they threw the ball too much. They lost yesterday because they threw the ball when they shouldn't have. I don't in, agree with that. In a manner in which they shouldn't have thrown. I don't agree with that. If you want to throw a six-yard out, I'm good with that. What are you taking a deep shot for there? Why not? Because you want to kill the clock. G. Bush is all throwing right. the yellow card. Sorry. I respect the yellow card. G. Thank what's you. up?
Go ahead, G. Bush. I can see to the great gentleman from New Jersey. <laughs> well, Jay, Jay said he knew what Bo was going to say. You guys know what I'm going to say when I hop in here. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers from FanDuel stay red hot. And right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time than right now to get in on the action. The app is simple to use, and there's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, an official partner of the NFL. By the way, one more point, um, because I, I want to make sure that I'm very clear on this. In no way am I advocating, even though these numbers got out of whack and they're 7-6, and six, in no way am I advocating that Kevin Stefanski must be fired. I, I, I had a lot of people texting me yesterday that are diehard Browns fans. They were in, in the emotion, in the mo, you know, the emotion of the moment. He's got to go. He's a terrible play caller. Why are we throwing in that situation when we need to run the clock out? All of that. I need to be very clear. I am not at that point. I am not. I, again, and I stand by this. I think Kevin Stefanski has done an absolute remarkable job. Yesterday, he was going without his biggest defensive horse in the backfield, defensive end, back end of the defense. He had half a Miles Garrett, if that. He didn't even show up in the line score. Uh, and they, even though they were beat by more points than they should have, it was a one-point game. And if not for a missed extra point, you know, with eight minutes to go, that game is tied. He's done an incredible job. Like you said about Schwartz, you can use the man's name in vain in the micro. No one's advocating to get rid of Schwartz because he made some mistakes on defense yesterday. What I'm saying is Stefanski has done an amazing job. There are times where I question the play calling, but every play caller in the NFL is questioned a lot. This is not, this is not just a Cleveland problem. There's no – you look at other teams um, and you look at what the Browns are missing. Teams that are missing their guys – they're done. Like, you know, teams, you know, you look at the Vikings. They're not, they're not. Look at the Jets. Look at the Jets. Like, in fairness, the Vikings are a playoff The Vikings team are, the they hung around. They yeah. hung around. But, you know, generally speaking, you lose your quarterback, you lose all these different people, you're done. I'll give them credit because, you know, you, you could, you could pick here or there. And, and I've been, you know, one of the people who, who has been vocal <clears> about <throat> some of the stuff Kevin Savancey does. But there's nobody that has been as competitive with the multitude of quarterbacks, right. the PJ Walkers, the, the, the uh, that's a journeyman guy, right? He's had the gambit, right? He's, you know, he, he I wouldn't even call him a journeyman. He is, he doesn't he, belong in the NFL. He's, he's, he's he, been around. JV, yeah, JV guy. He's, he's not an NFL quarterback. Yeah, you, you had Deshaun Watson. He beat San Francisco with him. Deshaun Watson was supposed to be the guy. You had to get him ready. You lose him for the season. You don't even know if he's going to be a play with the shoulder. Then you have a rookie, DTR. You have to adjust to a rookie, come up with a game plan for him. And now you got Joe Flacco, who's older than me and you, and he's off the, off the couch throwing, ball, throwing the football. So he's done a good job of getting four guys ready to go. And to be truthful, I don't argue as much vitriol for the Browns for this simple reason. Let's be honest. I mean, if, if the Browns get to the playoffs, that's a good story. Some years, you, your ceiling is here. Some years, your ceiling is here. Wow, that's a great story. And, 
And the Browns ceiling, to be honest with you, is playoffs, right? If they go to the playoffs and, and have a competitive first round game, everybody will be excited. So these games in the minutia, yeah, it sucks that you lost to the Rams, sucks that you lost to the Broncos, but guess what? You're seven and five. If you come back, you got another chance to right the ship. You go get eight wins. And this ain't like me. Like I'm, I want to win at all costs every week. But you got to be honest with yourself and what we're dealing with at this point. They just need to find a way to limp into the playoffs. And if you get to the playoffs, you got a different feeling about the whole season. That limp might be like literally limp. Literally. Take another team and give them four quarterbacks. Yeah. Take off your two starting tackles, your all pro running back. And now you've played a couple of games without your best defensive back. And now and you're Marco- playing with the one armed Miles Garrett. And, and Miles Mar- Cooper's, or Amari Cooper's on. It, guys, it's mind-boggling. The job he's done, I'm telling you, I still think it's in the, he's going to get coach of the year votes. He's he not going to win it. Depending on what happens from here, if they can somehow right the ship and finish 12 and 5, he's in the conversation. Yeah, he, he's going to get votes. It's a, it, it, that's why, to me, I get up and watch the Browns. I'm ex- it's weird because, like, I know that they got deficiencies. But sometimes when you watch your team with deficiencies, it gives you a different perspective. Because you have less expectation. Yes. The it, last two weeks have been like that for me. And I'm, I get up and I watch them, and, I, and I've seen some good things. I've seen some bad things. Um, but, you know, Bull can say, hey, look, you, you probably don't have the same amount of vitriol when you're watching the Bengals or angst because Joe Burrow's not there, right? Are you watching it, like, going I crazy? Mean, no, not really. I watched the game last week against Pittsburgh. Even though I know it's better for them if they lose to get a better draft pick at this point, I still wanted them to win. Of course, you in the moment watch, you do. I got to watch. Can't the game. root against them. No, I got to. I'm going to watch the game tonight. I want them to beat Jacksonville. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, but yeah, when well, your quarterback's out and you know because you know there's a cap. Yeah, you, it's yeah. A ceiling. A cap. Even if you do get in the playoffs, right. And all the other teams have their quarterbacks. Look what happened to San Francisco, and they're a well balanced team on both sides of the ball. They were down to QB three, and what happened to them? They got smoked in the NFC Championship game. So, like, there is a ceiling. You're right. Even as I'm watching this season, like, as odd as this is going to sound, if Joe Flacco can maintain this level of play without the picks, I'll give him a chance in the playoffs if the defense can refine their fastball. Right. I'll give him a chance. I mean, you, but, but without that, they have no chance. I mean, I've seen it. You know, I, I've seen Pouncey snap the ball over Ben Roethlisberger's head. Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, it's seven zero. Like, crazy things happen. Crazier things have happened. Well, I, McNuggets, you want to go to the kicker, right? Yeah, I just want to ask, and this this could be quick. We'll we'll wrap up with some other stuff, but Dustin Hopkins for the second time this season missed an extra point late in a game that would have tied the game. Now against Baltimore, he had redemption, kicked the game-winning field goal, and he's been beyond clutch for the majority of the season when it mattered most on field goals. But in a hypothetical world, is the outcome of the game any different? And we'll start with Bull. I guess we'll end with you, Jay. If Dustin Hopkins makes that extra point to put it 20-20 instead of the Browns being down 2019 with about nine minutes to play? It's hard to argue that the result would be different. I will say this, going back to the Joe Flacco pick, if the game is tied instead of 2019, maybe he feels a little less pressure to, to fire that ball downfield, and maybe he's more likely to take a check down. I don't know. Now, Jay would argue, I get it, that well, the game plan there should be to 
move the clock slowly. I think when you're losing, you don't worry about the clock or running clock until you're already in position to score, not when you're starting the drive. Even if it's only one point and a field goal will win it? Well, we don't know that it's going to win it. it. It's only going to win it if you can get it and run the clock. Kill the clock. You know, which, but I don't think you worry about that. I don't think you want to be thinking about, with six and a half minutes to go, killing the clock. Because if you do go three and out, well, maybe you wasted two minutes of time. You just, yeah, you just you can't waste time until you're in scoring position. You, you just still work. have three timeouts, though. I so hear you, but... If you do, an, like, and I wouldn't have expected them to do back-to-back three and outs. That's why I didn't want to see the defense again. I only saw it once all day. Right. I wasn't likely to see it a second time. Well, that's the, so my, my thought was, kill the clock. Just, just I hear you, Make but I think if you have a chance to go deep, you go deep. But we've argued about that already. It doesn't matter. But, but maybe there's part of Flacco that if the game is tied, he feels some less pressure to get I, the ball. I, I see field. what you're saying. You'll never know. I can't say they would have won the game if he kicks that extra point. That's not yeah. fair. But that didn't cost them the it, game. It could have. It could have factored in. It 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 turned out not to cost them the game. Right. But it could have. Uh, you know, when you anytime you talk about kickers, it, you know, it's baked in. Like I, I think Hopkins has been, you know, money the rest of the, pretty much the whole season. Those are his only two extra points that he's missed. Yeah, those are the two. Only and they one. were massive. I mean, and you know, they you, you want guys to be a hundred percent, but you realize it's it's almost like you know for them. It's a small sample size, but it's it, that to them that's an incomplete pass. Like, okay, you he's missed thirty or thirty-three. He's been amazing. I, Who's the guy? There's one kicker. Is it Dallas's kicker that hasn't missed all year? Yes, I was he's watching a game rookie, right? And rookie. There must be another one because I was watching a game yesterday, and they said that the kicker had. Oh, missed. Bucker hasn't missed either. Yeah, but Bucker missed an extra oh, point. I would, I would Bucker rather. There was another yeah. kicker though that I was watching the game and said he hasn't. He's been perfect all year. And guess I what? Thought, and I, I thought they meant field goals and extra points. They I think it's Dallas's kicker, maybe, and he's a rookie. Oh, you know what? Dallas has missed an extra point. Bucker hasn't. Dallas's kicker uh, has not Butker's... missed an actual kick. Bucker for the Chiefs has not missed Perfect. anything. Perfect. That must have been when I heard it. Uh, I, know I heard it yesterday. Okay, yeah. Tarico said after he had hit a kick that he's been he's perfect on the season. Boy, but, that you talk about a luxury. But here's My the thing. God. But the Rams I, had that luxury. I would rather. Gay. I would rather you. Miss a field goal during the regular season, then to miss it in the playoffs when it counts. Sure. Like, if you're going to miss a couple here or there, I want you to be lights out. But that's just the way that the sample size works. Like, it's tough, man. I mean, well, that's why I'll never, you know, and McPherson, the Bengals kicker, has missed a couple of kicks this year, missed a couple last year. But, but he when was it mattered in the playoffs, in he, the playoffs, he made every kick. He's never missed in the playoffs, nope. has he? I don't think so. That's insane. Because I know the first year, I think it was like 50. The year they 15. went to the Super Bowl, he didn't miss. And he had a lot of 50 yards. As a rookie. Yeah. That's insane. The, the players nowadays, and this is crazy, the, we used to take it bad back in the day when kickers used to miss. Now it just seems like on extra points or field goals, like the players don't, they almost take it as if they make it, it's house money. But they don't trip out and freak out like when they miss like which kicks. is weird because it feels like because kickers are more accurate than ever. Right, feels that way. They just you it know feels that they are. We'll go get a backcourt. They'll just you know. And special teams was not good yesterday. No, they, Bjorkes didn't have a good game. Nope, keeps booting the ball into the end zone when he shouldn't. Am I still pronouncing his name wrong? Bjorkes. That's a terrible job out of me, Bjorkes. Yeah. yeah, and I, I especially reminds me because Mark Sanchez cannot pronounce JOK's name right. He called he called him. Cormora, every time he mentioned his name. The entire Mark game. Sanchez, no offense, 
should not be doing. Oh, he's terrible. No. Color commentary. Yeah. 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 Well, it tells you when there's you know 14 Bro. games being broadcast on a Sunday. Man, um, he needs some reps in. Like, but, the and then the, and then the returns, like he can't let it roll down to the. You gotta catch those. You gotta catch the ball. Gotta, yeah. At one punts. point, they started the drive on a two-yard line. Yeah, you can't he, do that. You gotta, you gotta at least ball. catch it. That's the yes. minimum. Even if you fair catch it, I'm better. Yeah. I'm better with a fair catch on the 18 or yeah. the 30. I think he let the ball. He, the, the ball hit like on the 20-yard line or 25-yard yeah, line, and they ended up getting it down at the two. And it almost happened again. I know it did. It was they got very lucky close went to in. being down Barely at the one-yard line again. Yeah, very very lucky. So you're right on that. Special teams. Um, have been mid to me. I think the kicker's been above average, but the, the kick game. Um, Bohorquez has such a good leg, but he's got to he's got to get some direction to his punting. Yeah, he and he's got to backspin a ball and check it up at good, the five. Especially the last couple of weeks, and the return game has not obviously been very good. Bohorquez, I finally got it right. Bohorquez, I'm proud of you, Bull. Yeah, you got it. Uh, some updates, by the way. Kevin Stefanski is speaking as we are talking. He says he has no updates on any injury situation, so we'll get to that later in the week. He also said he won't get into the quarterback situation and who will or who will not start against Jacksonville. And lastly, he said DTR is still in concussion protocol. He did not clear last week, and we will get an update on Wednesday. So really no, the Browns up, no real update. Yeah, I, with the flight from the West Coast and getting back late last night, I imagine they'll do scans or tests, whatever they need to today. I would assume but. that Ward should – like, they didn't put him on IR – so you would assume he'd be back. Thanks. You know, hurt either this Pittsburgh, game or correct? next. He got hurt versus Pittsburgh. He's missed two games. Two full games, right? Two full games. Two so full games. They didn't put him on IR. IR right. means you're out at least four. four. So you would hope by and not comes back on either IR this game. Yeah, or next. but as we've seen with that whole thing, it could some, change. Sometimes you have hopes that a player's right. going to be ready in four weeks, so you keep them active, and you lose the spot, and then they yeah. end up not being able to come back. I, I mean, I don't have any feeling one way or another strongly on Denzel being a warrior or being soft. I think when he's able to play, he's played. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's, now, he's hurt a lot. I mean, yeah, and that's the product of him being 180 pounds or whatever he is. And he doesn't have good form when he tackles. That's always no, been an issue. I mean, he goes, high, been an issue. he goes high on dudes. you like, yeah. man, you can't be going high on dudes like that, man. He's just. But he's a special corner. Yeah, so no I mean, doubt about it. That's one of the reasons Dion didn't want to get in the mix. Dion was smart enough to know that your body is going to break down when you're tackling in some cases, 250 pound tight ends. Um, you've only got so many hits in that body and it's, it's living to see another day. It's playing the long game. And I, my fear for Denzel Ward is he gets another concussion or two. And you're talking about, is this it? Because oh, yeah. he's had a lot of concussions. Well, this is not a concussion, right? This no, it's is, not. It's but shoulder, he had one earlier. That didn't what is, he have his shoulder, right? He was concussed yeah. earlier this year, wasn't he? I think he's no, he got put in protocol against Indy, but cleared. So he so never he was concussed. No, no, he che- got checked into protocol or checked for a concussion. But he was wasn't cleared, in the never protocol. Entered protocol. Yeah, never entered. Well, protocol. Well, when you enter the protocol, no, he never entered. He got. Oh, looked, he didn't. Okay, he got put I... in the blue tent and checked for a concussion. Okay, so but checked, never actually... but did not go into protocol. Correct. Correct. What's his? Do we know how many he's had for this career? Jason and I have God, talked this. I believe it's, be it's at least five. Four. I think I, 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 I think I can remember four. It might have been as many as five. That's a big number. That's a big number. Hey, I'm most, gonna say most guys are not quitting. We talked about Dion, man. That transfer portal is striking. Dion had like four or five decommits. A lot of them. A lot of. Where do you know I was Sports Illustrated named Dion the Sportsman of the Year. It's a lot. I don't know. Uh, when coaches, I saw that, I'm like, did they did they make that 
decision in September? Yeah, they probably made it. I know the coaches That's don't weird. think so. The because coach. they f- completely fell apart. Yeah, they what did they finish? Four and eight? Four and eight. And we actually got some college football stuff to do. So let me do a, the Super Chats on the Browns game. Then we could actually talk a little college football before we wrap up here. But Super Chats today, as always, are brought to us by PCC Airfoils. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, PCC Airfoils is a leading manufacturer <coughs> in East Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, Full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. Last we got thought. some super chats Is on the Browns game, and then we'll talk a little yeah. college football. Dion, Kyle McCord in the transfer portal, plus Florida State <coughs> not being in the college football playoff. But the first super chat comes from Skilly. He says, potentially a dumb question, but do you think the fact that Stafford went against Schwartz in practice for so many years had an impact on how our defense performed. The secondary definitely needs Ward back. That happens all the time in football. He might have I he mean, might have seen tendencies yeah. in certain situations. Oh, oh, I know, I know. Schwartz likes to do this uh, in this spot, but you're right. Yeah. There are a lot of co- with, the, with the coaching movement that yeah. happens a lot more frequently than you would think in the NFL, where the, there's somebody on the offense that at one point right. played for that defensive coordinator. He definitely knows the schemes. Now, hopefully, Schwartz would have changed something up since of 20, course. when he get fired, 2014, 2013. Yeah. So, it's been, like decade, it's been a decade. So, yeah. uh, but it's definitely possible. Nice. Peter R. wants to know, do you guys think Flacco's arm and body can hold up for three, four, five games potentially at age 38? That's a big question mark. He's, he hasn't played consistently well in five, six years or maybe longer. Yeah, I'm, I, so I'm worried about it. Yeah. I think you'd be crazy and kidding yourself if you said no, but Bull's right. When was the last time he put together what would be looked at as a really solid season? And I don't mean like a, a mid-season, but yeah. upper tier. Right. Um, I, you know, well, Flacco was the guy that started the – remember the elite debate? Yeah. That, it was all it was centered Flacco. around Joe Flacco. Yeah. Flacco and Eli Manning. The que- yes. Are they elite? Yeah. It was those two. I'll answer your question by saying this. Uh, DCR and Deshaun Watson is way younger than Joe Flacco, and they done too. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, man. it's football. There are a lot of quarterbacks in this league that are younger than him yeah. that have already been knocked I, out for the season. I, I think we've got many examples this year of let's just take it one week at a time. Yes. That's where, that's you know, where everybody because, is. Because, like, who had the Steelers? I, I know that, that – uh, what's his name got hurt. But it's not like he's very good. They got no. smoked. I mean, the Steelers got destroyed. It wasn't even close. Who would have had the Niners boat racing the Eagles like that? Nobody. Man, I thought the Niners would win, but I thought it would be a close game. They, they killed them. Was that in Philly? It was in Philly. In Philly, Philly was yeah. actually an underdog. I just, I if do. you're an Eagles fan this morning, I mean, we think we feel bad. We're seven and five. They're nine and three or whatever they are. Nine and, and two. And two. In, they're they're screaming in Philly. They right still got the best Destroyed. record in football, and it's like the sky just is falling fine. in Philly. And I saw Puka Nakua re- reincarnate right in front of my eyes. I thought he was dead. What did yeah. they give him? In the I don't know what it is. I need some of that today. I'll take Sean needs tomorrow. some of that because it was a shoulder thing. So whatever he got, well, he yeah. was Sean like that same he shot. was not able to move this at all, and he was walking so gingerly. And, they and I'm like, this dude's shelved. And they came back and ran reverses. And it's with like him. Willis Reed coming out of the tunnel for the Knicks. So I was like, yeah, we don't need Kyron Williams. Let me get, let me get a dose of end around with Puka Nakua. He's special, isn't he? It's crazy. He was he very impressive. A, he is a special yeah. wide receiver. Yeah. And as expected, cup look pedestrian. To the Flacco question, by the way. So last season were the Jets. His first two games, the second game was the Cleveland game. Yeah. He had about 85 throws in those two games. And then 
going back and watching, to me at least, and once again, neutral observer looking at last year, it seemed like his the fatigue kind of caught up a little bit. He was 37. So yeah. I, I hope 11 months off rejuvenates Maybe a little bit of the, the arm strength. We all know this. There's different, like, you can put two 58-year-olds in a room, and one of them can be completely broken down and not able to run in a sprint, and the other might be able to do whatever. You're 40, 42. Mm-hmm. What, how, how old are you? 42. I'll give, give me, I put two 42 year olds and say, so age is the number we assign to experience in life and right. bodies laps around the sun. But in, in theory, that just doesn't work. Right? When he's played in recent years, it's, he'll show you, he'll show you signs for a couple yes. of games and, and then that's goes downhill. Cause you think, well, but who knows? I mean, listen, with the Jets, it was a terrible offensive line. Yesterday, the offensive line played well. If he can avoid those hits, he's got a better chance to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Stay upright. Don't, yeah. don't take those direct, you know, Aaron Donald smashes under yeah. the chin, and you'd be okay. Next one comes from Charles T. He said, Flacco said after the game it was his fault. It wasn't <clears> a play <throat> call from Stefanski during his postgame presser. What did he say? It wasn't? It was his fault for the pick, not the play call. Did he say what the play call was? Yeah, actually, I had it pulled up. Let me put it up one more time. I found the So did he the check out call. of the Stefanski play call? I'd feel a no, lot better about it today. He, he did not check out of the play call, but, and this is once again from Mary Kay's article on Cleveland.com, Mary Kay's the GOAT. He, uh, it was his decision said, to throw it where he threw it. He said, quote, they just kind of matched everybody up, and I was in the pocket for a long time. Ultimately, ultimately it was just a really bad decision. I was yeah. late throwing that pass. I really wanted to get it to more. I really wanted to get said. But like I said, they kind of had everything matched up. I had time in the pocket, and I totally lost track of the safety. All right, that's fair. Yeah. So Bad decision in a big moment. They yeah. happen all the time. Uh, part of the play call was to run a nine there. Obviously, that's what he was running, and he had other options. I would have loved to have seen them give the ball to Ford there. I just thought that the Rams were in a heavy throw set, and that side of the field was wide open. But hindsight's twenty twenty. Uh Reggie Glover says, Jay, you're right. You have to play the clock there. Why score quick and give Stafford, who was hot, by the way, the ball back and a chance to win because they score too fast? So Reggie's on Team J here. James Cosby says, Schwartz has to reset this defense. Players reverted back to old bad habits. Schwartz's defense it needs to dominate from here on out. Charles T. also chimes in, says, Jim Schwartz is getting, Jim Schwartz is getting a lot of balls shot his way because of injury. A lot of... A lot of bail shots his way because of injuries. Compared to Stefanski's Venom, when he has lost Chubb, both tackles, two quarterbacks, and on the fourth quarterback, coaches Browns to a 7-5 and five record. Evan 419 That's why says, I said it was defense and offense. Because you're right. I mean. A little bit of both. Uh, Evan 419 says, Jay just pulled a Billy Madison. We are all dumber for listening to that, and may <laughs> God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> what, wait, what's that? <clears throat> so I can remember what's that name? Uh, Evan 419. Evan, I hate to tell you, but you can reason with some people and others you can't. And you clearly are immune to reason. So good luck in your life. I hope it's a big success. Set apart, Laz. Said uh, 12 or 19 points won't cut it no matter how you look at it. That's true. Vernell Jackson says, you don't lose your best wide receiver and keep throwing the ball like we did. You have to keep a team honest. Jay's 100% correct. No balance at all. Uh, Aaron Snyder says it takes Bryce Young 40 passes to get what Mahomes can do in 20. The teams with the most efficient quarterback play with more leads can run the clock. And last but not least, Philip Chambers says, 
I really don't get Bull's argument against the run. It's so obvious. Jay is 100% right. Bull continues to argue. You never, you're never on a. I don't understand the last sentence. You're Not never on a that get guy they Jay. Write properly. You <laughs> never on a get they Jay. I don't know what that last sentence means, I don't but know. Sorry. And those are super chats today. Typos happen. Are we going to talk college football? Yes, and boy. we're going to talk college football, which today is brought to us by FanDuel America's number one sportsbook, and even when the weather outside gets cold, NFL offers stay red hot. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. So if you're thinking about joining FanDuel, right now is the perfect time to get in on the action. The app is simple to use, and you can do anything. You can bet on anything from spreads to player props to over-unders. And much, much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash UCSS to kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. I think it's crazy that people kill the committee. Like, why blame those people? The system's bad. And fortunately, it's done. But they were in an impossible spot. You know what? They dodged bullets to this point. They They had misses before. Yeah. This was the most egregious miss that they had. But I was I, I hadn't told. Oh, anybody. you mean the system? Yeah, I, right. yeah. I agree with you a hundred percent. What are they supposed to do? Which is why I've been screaming from yeah. the moment they went to four. I said, "Oh, now you're really going to screw someone." Yeah. Because before, when it was two, which was absurd, you you were you were screwing three or four teams that had legitimate cases. But bull, you're right. I don't blame the committee. The committee had an impossible job. It was impossible. Yeah. And. When, when it first came out and they said, we're going to go to four, I said, well, wait a minute. You got the ACC, the Pac-12, <laughs> the Big 12, the Big 10, the Big East, the SEC. Like, who's going to go undefeated and get shafted? And it was Florida State. Yeah. It's terrible. I, I think one of the reasons the people, the committee uh, gets a lot of, you know, whether it's right or wrong, I think people are mad at the fact that they say, the reason we didn't put you in is because your quarterback was hurt. For players on the team, for the, the, the intent of what sportsmanship is, it's we just saw Ohio State do that and run the table and beat three, four teams with Cardell Jones. At number three. At number three, right? But here, here, Yeah, but Cardell Jones played great even before and the that, playoffs. And that is the difference. Like, right. And, and, and uh, I... I what it boiled down to is that I said before the game kicked, oh, Florida State can't just win. They need a boat race. hundred percent. And Urban said that 100%. in the pregame yeah. show of the Michigan game if, when they were talking scenarios. He goes, but for all you people out there that are saying, well, wait a minute, you put Ohio State in with a number three. They won the Big Ten championship game 59 to nothing. Right. Yeah, if Florida State nothing, yeah. would have put up a huge offensive number They're and their in. quarterback looked great, they would have been in. They're in. At the problem the problem was that how could you put in Alabama and not put in Texas when Texas beat Alabama? You couldn't. That, that, that puts you in that, an impossible that, spot. That was the problem. Like, to and there you, was no way they were going to leave the SEC champ and, out. Never. And, and there, so, was, there was a lot of talk of that. Yeah, come like, on. Like, oh, the SEC is going to not get a bid, and I laughed. Yeah, right. And I said, no, they're getting a bid. Of course they that, are. So, you know, to, when you say, look, hey, everybody want, to, want a chance to prove it on the field. And you know what? The good thing about it is, I'm glad. I don't want nobody voting. I don't like no sports anymore. You're glad no. it's going to 12. Yes. Yeah, yeah I me don't want, too. I don't now, they'll still be picking a lot of the teams. But here's but the thing, though. Let the controversy be over know, number 13. Yeah, right. that team's got no that chance team has anyway. No chance. Yeah, right. And by the way, by the way, even though it was an impossible task, they did make the right call. 
Here's what I and I, I think of, so. I had a conversation yeah. with Herb Street about this once, and he disagreed with a lot of it. But at the, my mission statement at the bottom, he said, "Yeah, you're right." Here's the way I would pick, and it's tough because we can't uh, handicap games any good. If we could, we'd be in Vegas for a living. But what I always try to say is, I don't even really look at the records so much. What I look at is, if these teams played head-to-head 10 times, what's the outcome going to be? And the reason why, and I think, so you had Ohio State, who lost one game to a rival on the road, had the most difficult schedule in college football, and had three wins against top 15s. They weren't even in the discussion. Oh, no, they, was, they ain't even in the top but six. But in reality, when you lose to your rival by one score, look at what Alabama did. I go back to when it, it, the moment it happened, I said, that is an earthquake that's going to be felt next week in college football. The fourth and 17, when Alabama was down to Auburn, yeah. they, Auburn rushed two players. Two. I don't think I've ever seen that before. You always rush at least yeah. three. Why rush two? Like, Why are you rushing two? Just, just drop he 11 back, back there in coverage yeah. for eight seconds, and he found his guy for the touchdown. Now, they made the play. Kudos to them. But in all seriousness, that play, if they run it 100 times, they probably complete it two or three. If Auburn takes care of business and does the right thing there and doesn't have an absolute brain fart, Alabama's season is over no matter what happens in the SEC championship game. Yeah. It's over. And Georgia, I think the team that got most screwed is like, Georgia. Think about yeah. it. Like Georgia they, was number one two, all year. Had not won and for they're three. watching Alabama, who beat them by a field goal. And they yeah. had not lost in three years. Almost. Yes. I know. And they got wins. absolutely yeah. no I mean, benefit of the doubt. In a perfect world, this year would have been at least six teams, so you could have had Florida <laughs> State and Georgia in. You needed six. This yeah. year, you needed six. Yeah. Can I offer a spin zone real quick? Sure. I actually think Florida State had the best-case scenario play out for them. Because for the rest Except of eternity, they didn't win handily enough. For the best of no, no, no. I'm saying for them to miss the playoff was actually the best thing that ever happened to them. Oh, I disagree. Because that. for eternity, fans can right. They would got about smoked. You say. Well, here's the thing. As opposed really, to actually playing Michigan, and watch losing what happens by to Florida State when they play Georgia. Well, Georgia's Bulls are so stupid now. There's already a hundred players in the transfer portal. Well, None of these guys are going to play. Not only that. And including Kyle McCord, which I want to ask about. Yeah. He's in the portal. Are you guys sad? Are you going to miss wow, him? Wow. Ah, no. Wait, good riddance. Bye-bye. Does anyone care? He was no. pedestrian. He's the worst no. quarterback Ohio State's had in 20 years. And by the way, doesn't that doesn't that show uh, – maybe I'm reading something in this affair – that Marvin Harrison's definitely going? Oh, yeah. Gosh. Oh, he's definitely going, yeah. I, 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 mean, I, I thought he was anyway, I, but – McNuggets, what did I say when preseason started? You and called him Minimoski. You called him – what I, what I say? Well, they better go get a good quarterback out of that portal. How, why would well, you? Well, that's the hope. That's the and there's some good ones to be had. Look at Bo Nix. Like, who's going to win the Heisman? No, Bo Nix is like 700 years old. He's not in the portal. No, but what I'm saying is Bo Nix is a guy. Jaden Daniels look at Joe Burrow. LSU is going to win the Heisman. There, there are guys that got stuck. Look at Texas. I think you they, were started at Ohio State. He ended up at Texas. So the whole reason I bring these guys up is you can do that. Yeah. Do you and, want and me it's, saying? It's easier to do that now than ever before. People complain about the portal. I think it's good. It's interesting. You it don't have a good a quarterback? Go get a good quarterback it, if you're big in the program. It's an interesting yeah. wrinkle in the whole thing. People, it's like this free agency every year. Oh, yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah. It's essentially free yeah. agency. You, you can't stockpile saying? seven quarterbacks and then be like, we're going to promise all of y'all y'all going to no, play. No, you can't. Right, Those right, days yeah. are gone. What I wonder from – I wish Tyvis was here because I meant to text this to him and I forgot. Someone texted me, and I don't know if it was factual or what, because when I asked a, a, a follow question, I never got an answer. Someone said that Marvin Harrison's going to make more if he stays in Columbus next year than his rookie deal in the NFL. I don't see how that's possible. 
But that doesn't make any sense because he could. You'd get still, three years, number one, right. probably four for well, for no, Marvin Harrison. He'll get four with a potential with a with a potential fifth year fifth. option. Yeah. So and he's going to get endorsement deals in the pros too. Sure. What what I what I don't understand is, and this it's mostly Ohio State fans are trying to make the argument for why he will stay. Yeah. Stop. He's gone. I, I, I'd be shocked if he stays. It doesn't mean he can't. Doesn't mean he won't. I'll just be shocked if he does. But someone texted me and said he's going to make more in Columbus. How much did he make this past? Year? I don't know. Do That's know? why I wanted to ask oh, Ivis. Yeah. I, I don't know if that number is even out there. Do they have to report that number, Mikey? But how much could it be? It's, no, they don't, they don't have to report it. Right, but how much is he going to get paid as as the second first? What's pick the, the second slotted pick in the NFL draft typically make? Twenty five million for four. Yeah, I mean, is he going to make? He's not going to make that much Man, money. Look, and, I mean, eventually he's going to go to the NFL and get yeah, that right, pay deal right, anyhow. Yeah. Even if he suffers a big injury, he yeah. he's still going to be an he NFL guy. He does guy. not. I keep, y'all keep forgetting. I mean, his, his daddy was um, – he's been rich. That's true. He don't yeah. need the money. No. Like, yeah. Why like, wouldn't you want to go to the CJ NFL? CJ Stroud's and, deal, by the way, sorry to cut you off, Bull, but Stroud, the number two pick this year. Yeah. Four years, thirty-seven million. Okay, so that's he's not a quarterback, part. but still. No, but it's still. I think they slot. Yeah, that's like, true. I think, I think it's in the ballpark. Now, yeah. Like he's got to go. I would think. Yeah, that's like ten million. million but a year he did almost. say he was quoted as saying, "I did not do what I came here to do. I haven't done it yet." That was interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, it's breadcrumbs. I remember when Dan Wilkins, or no, not Dan Wilkinson. It was um, Orlando Pace, who was up for. The, he was in New York for the Heisman dinner. And we were there, and we were talking to him about what he was going to do. And at first, it was just me and Orlando. And I said, obviously, the next question is, are you coming back? And he drops this bombshell and said, I'm coming back. And I was like, what? He said, yeah, I'm coming back. And I'm like, that's a foregone conclusion. You were out, whether you won the Heisman or not. He said, no, yeah, I'm going to tell Coop after the dinner tonight. I'm, I'm coming back. That's crazy. Now, what happened was he obviously didn't change his mind and rightfully came out in the NFL draft. It was, I don't know if he was the number one overall, but he was early, very early. But he created this ripple where everybody was now writing stories. The, the story in Columbus on the night of the Heisman Trophy ceremony was Orlando Pace is coming back because that's what he told us. Mm. And I don't, so I don't even know if I'm going to pay much validity to something that yeah. Harrison says. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Which might have been a one-off question. It wasn't, are you coming back? Right. In his response to a question, he said, I haven't yet accomplished what I came to Columbus to do. Man, the last time somebody told me that, we was all at home and I had seen Mike Dawson. We was out in the streets, and he was like, yeah, I'm coming back. I said, bro, you stupid. 
I was like, for what? I said, like, you know you're still poor, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> Go get paid. Like, you're like, matter of fact, you got like five bucks right now. Like, you can't even like, and he's like, no, nah, I'm going to come back. I'm gonna, and like, he did come back. They did win a national championship, but. It doesn't always work out. It don't be working no. like that. Cardell Jones, I be, every time I beat Cardell Jones. Yeah. Hey, let's forecast the games. Out. Because a lot of guys at Michigan came back. McCarthy, Corum, other guys on the defense. They, they rolled the dice. So far, it's worked. If, I think the worst thing I loved watching the That was the, funny the, the when they heard Alabama. They were they thought like I literally thought this is unbelievable. Yeah. They're gonna get Florida State. They're gonna get a, a waltz into the championship game yep. because I thought that last we year. We said when they that got last TCU. year too though, and that, that didn't pan out. But no, TCU it didn't is a pan very out, different but team. TCU situation and Florida State Florida are two State, different yeah. things. But I thought, here it goes again. The, the, the college football gods are shining on Michigan. They're gonna get the one and they're gonna get a Florida State team that's without yeah. its leader. But the way it worked out, they got hosed. But they're a slight. They are a favorite in the game, a slight favorite. And I think they should be. What's the spread on the other game? I Alabama's. Haven't. I think Alabama's going to beat them. Of I course. Do. It feels like the. I mean, it feels like these games are all toss-ups. Alabama, Michigan's offense is bad. They don't. It's I, bad. I don't really see how Michigan be winning. Like they be running the offense like. It's, it's it's very just very standard vanilla. Now what's the what's the the crazy part is they made a, a good Iowa defense though look pretty bad as a as an Ohio State Ohio State what y'all wish for is they get smoked by Alabama, but JJ McCarthy plays well and then he goes to the league because like they have him like moving up these draft boards because. They like very they, unimpressed with JJ. And, I don't see him and, as an NFL that quarterback. That is not an NFL yeah. quarterback. And I'm like, where? I was looking for it. I'm like, where's Penix at? They're like, oh no, JJ McCarthy in the twenties. He, he feels like me? another Mac Jones and Kenny Pickett. He does to yeah. me too. I think they win. They've got a great running back in Corum. I think they've got an unbelievable defense. They've got a really, really good defense. But I just trust Nick Saban in these situations. The I Vegas lines right now, Michigan a point and a half favorite. Texas, a four-point favorite. Yeah, I mean, it feels like yeah. all these games and any matchup in the championship will probably be a close game. I'm not, I don't know think. how I feel about it. I, I, I don't know how I feel about Texas. Although I know nothing about it because I don't watch any of these teams. What's play. your? <laughs> what would be your dream matchup in the in the championship game? Obama, Texas. I think so too. If Why? They, if they want the storylines, well, it's, it's there. It's it's a rematch, a rematch from earlier in the Bama's season. Loss. Are you rooting for Michigan to lose? I am. I can't. Root, I will not root for Michigan. Here's here's another problem. What if it was another Big Ten school? Another in problem there. I had, and I'd like to get your guys' thoughts on this while we have a minute. Yeah. Maybe we can do this in overtime. I hated, and I understand why, but I hated that a team that knowingly cheated, knowingly cheated, is the number one seed, and there's a 13 and 0 and a Power Five watching. Save that thought. That's going to be overtime. Okay. We're piss Steve Becker off in overtime. That's a Good. perfect overtime. They topic cheated. There. I'm and sorry, his I, Eagles I, got smoked yesterday. It's a tough day for Steve Becker. Dang. Steve, they got humiliated. Smoked, dusted, crop dusted. Wow. They wow. can't even breathe. They've said so much crop dusting. Dang, bro. Did Sorry not have that me. on my card today, Jay. See you in overtime. Mm. What? Crop, crop dusted? dusted? They were. They were crop dusted. You're not wrong. And if I'm an Eagles fan, I've Four, got a lot of concerns. 400, 400 shows? Is, is yeah, we, we downplayed it. We talked about it earlier. I Happy said 400. Like, subscribe, see you in overtime.
Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.